Hey there, friend, and welcome back to either the podcast or to the vlog, wherever you may be tuning in and watching or listening. This is one of those where I'm doing it on both platforms simultaneously. Uh, if you are here on the vlog, the, uh, the vlog, uh, you will be at the very last day of vloguary. So I will have vlogged for every day in January. And if you are tuning in on the podcast, obviously that's what I'm going to be talking about here today. But you don't need to watch in order to kind of hear some of the things that I've learned, my takeaways, uh, personal, and I guess, you know, potentially professional-ish down the road. I don't know. Uh, These things are so intertwined for me now that, uh, yeah, I don't even know. But basically, I'm going to be sharing these things that uh, I think you'll find interesting. I think. I mean, I'm doing this for myself just to um, kind of create some space for me to have this reflection time, but I think it will be something that's interesting to you if you are somebody who wants to create something and put something out there in the world. doesn't necessarily have to be a business. doesn't necessarily have to be a kind of like stereotypical creative project, but if you want to create, and most of you here (laughs) probably do in some form or fashion, even if you don't know what that is, I think this will be a beneficial thing for both of us. So with that, as you know by the title of this, I am going to be reviewing my experience of vlogging every day. Now, it wasn't even technically a vlog uh, because some of them were like day in my life, some of them were sit-down videos, So, I don't know, I hesitate to call it like a a vlog vlog, Um, but basically filming and posting a video every single day. What did that look like? Obviously, that is a behavior, something that I haven't done uh, in the past. So, of course, there's going to be challenges, there's going to be wins, there's going to be face plants, (laughs) all that stuff. Uh, so yeah, with that, why don't I jump into my thanks, my my thoughts, and my takeaways. So overall, I like first and foremost, I'm proud of myself. Proud of myself for committing to this. Proud of myself for doing this. Now, when I say that, I don't think I'm special. And I think this is really important when we're talking about pride because I think that we have this tendency to think that we have to do something above and beyond or different or special in order to feel proud of ourselves. I feel like that's kind of been the implicit, if not explicit, uh, messaging in society. And so... I just, because this is something that I've always done with clients, we always take time to celebrate. And especially if you are a big thinker and deep feeler, you are uh, kind of (laughs) prone to to not doing this. Like nothing's ever enough. 
you, you've kind of set the standard for yourself where if you meet that, great, like that's the bare minimum. And so why the hell would you celebrate the bare minimum, right? But what has happened, like what this leads to is you never feeling good enough about what you're doing. And I know you know what I'm talking about. Uh, and so you end up on this treadmill chasing this carrot of, am I good enough? And the reason that you are on that treadmill is because you're not having these, taking these moments to be proud of yourself, taking these moments to celebrate. I'm not throwing myself a fucking party necessarily, but I am taking a moment to say, man, you know what? I'm really proud of myself for showing up every single day for 31 days. I didn't know that I could do it. Uh, I was a little bit nervous and fearful at the beginning that I couldn't, but I did. And I'm here. And is this the craziest thing anybody's ever done? No. I mean, there's shit that people have posted videos on YouTube for, you know, somebody like probably like Casey Neistat or somebody like, you know, like that has posted probably hundreds of days in a row. (laughs) So it's not that my accomplishment is special, but it is important to me and my process. So there's a few minutes uh, right off the bat on that, but it's very, very important. And I want to normalize being proud of yourself and celebrating yourself and not being afraid to say that out loud. That's why I do that. I've done that quite a bit on these last few uh, like podcast and vlog sit-down recordings where I've said that. And I think a lot of people take that the wrong way, but it's so, so important to be genuinely proud of yourself, to not need anybody else to tell you that you're doing a good job. You need to know that you're doing a good job. You need to be able to feel into that, and you need to be able to give that gift to yourself. Whew. I didn't know I was going to go on this rant, but it feels fucking good, so I'm here for it. <laughs> okay. So high level, feel really good about it, happy about what I accomplished. And yeah, so there is kind of the high level of I showed up and I did the thing. Uh, If you watched early on, or I probably mentioned it here and there throughout, my commitment was to post a video every day. There was no other metric. There was no quality metric. There was no time limit metric, none of that. And probably one of my biggest takeaways is this is the best thing that I could have done for myself. So what is that from a more general sense? I made a commitment to do something, but it was a process commitment. I'm going to post a video every day. It was not a quality commitment. This is going to be a better video than yesterday. This is going to be more creative each and every day. Every day I have to have a video that is at least 10 minutes long. Like none of that. So there was no quality control (laughs) on this. There were no quality or outcome goals. It was a process-related goal. I will post a video every day. So that was the best thing I could have done for myself because I do think that had I set any other metric there that the process would have started to feel heavy at some point. At some point along the way, 
I probably would have started to get a little bit resentful of that, of whatever that metric was. But then because I was upset about, I didn't want to film for 10 minutes today, but I said that I had to, now I start to resent the process overall. And then that is the worst thing possible. So again, I'm going to talk about this coming up, but beware perfectionists. If you can't stick to a process, note your perfectionism. <laughs> because what happens is this deep emotional pattern and cycle of feeling let down and therefore resenting something or not feeling like you're good enough to keep showing up or whatever. So we're not getting into that today, but I wanted to mention that at a high level. So having a process-oriented goal and not holding myself to anything else than that was the best thing that I could do for myself. This also is something that, while good for all humans, is very impactful for big thinkers and deep feelers. Because there are so many things baked into being this kind of human, like perfectionism and a number of other things, more often than not, if you make it any more than a process-related goal, you're going to end up having some struggles. Okay, so those are two kind of big things right off the bat. Celebrate yourself and then the the framework in which uh, I, I did this and kind of committed to something. Good, now, now kind of like we're, we're going down a tier <laughs> um, into things that are... Uh, not quite so high level, but just getting into the process of doing this every day. One of the things that I noticed was that it actually felt kind of good to just know that I was doing this every day. I knew that I was going to have a solid like hour or two of my life every day devoted to this. And fortunately, I was in a season where I could do this. But like there are times when to me that would feel really heavy and be like, oh my God, well, that's, that's like, I don't know if I can commit to this. I don't know if I can do that. And it feels like a lot, right? But on the contrary, it actually freed my energy up, not having to think about if I was actually going to show up. <laughs> like, okay, I'm going to post two videos a week. Oh, I'm going to post three videos a week. Monday rolls around. Oh, I don't know. I kind of feel like doing this today. I don't know. Tuesday rolls around. Okay, yeah, I'm definitely going to do this. Wednesday. I don't know. I'm kind of tired after yesterday's video. Like, you get to the end of the week, and maybe you do or maybe you don't post three videos. But what happens throughout that process is I just leaked a ton of energy trying to decide whether or not I felt like showing up. That's a huge huge deal. There's a, this is a massive paradox here for big thinkers and deep feelers. <laughs> I've seen this in myself throughout the my entire life, um, but I've definitely seen this with others as well. And there's this paradox of craving freedom. We want freedom. That's what like we, we want to like build our lives around is like, how do I create more freedom, more free time, uh, more ability to do what I want? But ironically, what ends up happening is we often 
don't always do the best when we have all that freedom. Uh, I was running my group coaching program, meant for more, uh, almost a year ago now. It was like last spring of 2021. And we ended up having a pretty much like a full call where we talked about how people, and I didn't even bring this up specifically. It was kind of baked into what we were talking about that day. But the discussion ended up being, oh, I used to be so productive when I was in school. Oh, I used to be so productive when I didn't have any free time. Oh, I used to feel really good about myself when I was doing that because I was doing the right things. I was taking steps towards what I needed to. And I feel shit like shit about myself now that I'm not doing things, now that I'm procrastinating, now that I can't go in on an idea and actually commit to it. I find I'm in these patterns of self-loathing because I can't actually make progress on anything. But I have freedom now. So this is something that, like I said, I've, I've very much experienced throughout my own life. I've always, always wanted freedom. I've always moved towards free time. I didn't want to do extracurriculars in school because I wanted free time on weekends or evenings or whatever it was. And I, I mean, I did sports and stuff, but... I was always kind of using this. And so within this framework, I've noticed the same thing. Whereas like, I actually, because I didn't think about that, I just committed to this thing without thinking about that. Um, I actually enjoyed knowing what I had to do every day and not leaking energy on, do I feel like showing up? Do I not feel like showing up? Because that ends up being more draining than having to do the thing. (laughs) Um, So, and by the way, if you are resonating with these things, please, please let me know. I would love to do more elaborate videos on any one of these things going forward. Uh, I'll be talking about that coming up here, like plans for going forward for both the pod and the vlog. But please let me know. So if you're watching the vlog, drop comments below. If you're on the pod, uh, feel free to head over to Instagram at benjamin.m.fritz and comment there. Or come on over to the vlog on YouTube. Just search Benjamin Fritz and drop a comment in there. But that is another major piece. So we've covered a few major pieces now. Um... Getting into more of the creative process, less of the logistics. Uh, By the way, for those of you watching video, I'm kind of looking over because I've got uh, typed a bunch of stuff beforehand here. This is my personal reflection time. Instead of just reflecting on the fly, I wanted to get a few things down. Um, It was fun. (laughs) It was really fun to document my life. I really enjoyed all aspects of it, which I'm not surprised about, but I do find that interesting. So it was meaningful to film. It was meaningful to edit. And it was meaningful to watch the vlogs back, whether that was at the end of my editing process or like later with Jesse or whatever. Um, so that was interesting to me that I I liked every aspect of it. And another piece of that is that 
it's very interesting to view your own life from a third-party perspective. And this was the part that I wasn't necessarily expecting, which I found to be really cool, which was that I actually had more... I was generally more proud of myself and kind of like what my day-to-day is or my relationship is or, um, yeah, like any of that stuff. And I was feeling more grateful for my life and what I do have because I was able to view it objectively. I wasn't, you know, I'm not just kind of in my own point of consciousness in my head thinking about the things that I always think about seeing the world, you know, the way that I usually do as I navigate it from day to day. So those two things were unexpected. And so that was really, really cool to notice and to experience. Excuse me. Um, So yeah, what those takeaways led me to is just like, I would keep doing this for myself and myself alone for like me and my family for Jesse and I to be able to look back on, for my kids to be able to watch this someday. To me, having that very intrinsic motivation and emotional connection to creating feels really meaningful because now that gives me, that roots me into it far deeper than even before, which I was already kind of rooted into, which um, is like doing this for fun and connecting with others. Uh, so, so yeah, so that was really, really interesting and very cool to to, to realize. Uh, the next piece was that editing is very time consuming. <laughs> uh, it is also a little bit. Um, what's the word? Not not even necessarily heavy, cumbersome, I guess, which may be a synonym, but cumbersome to always be like, oh yeah, well shit, like hold on, let me like set up the camera or, uh, oh man, I should have filmed that. Or even just like thinking about, oh, what would like a cool angle of this be? Uh, I could definitely see where YouTubers and people who do this stuff for a living or at least very often would, like, it would eventually become a lot and probably really nice to have breaks. Uh, But with that, it also wasn't something that was obnoxious. that, That part wasn't even as heavy or as difficult as expectation. I expected that to be feel a lot harder, feel a lot more draining, and it really wasn't because there was a creative perspective to it. It was it's kind of fun. So, but that is something that I'm going to keep an eye on and make sure that I'm not taking away from being in the moment, being in my life. Uh, and I'm I'm sure that it will be something that is just a continual kind of check-in process. It is, editing is time consuming, but it's also fun. And so this is going to be really interesting for me going forward because I've, and I've talked about this here and there before, but I've always had this uh, time scarcity, like a, a deep time scarcity to me where it's like, I don't want to waste time. I want to make sure I'm doing 
like, I want to be efficient with my time. I want to be spending my time wisely. I want to be doing fun things in my downtime. I want to not be working too long of hours, which is ironic because that doesn't always happen. Um, So I think this is going to provide a very, because it already did, (laughs) uh, but going to provide a very interesting training grounds for me to continue to move this relationship in a healthy way. And so what I mean by that is like engaging in a process like editing a video is time consuming. That's a truth, but it, it also brings me joy. So there are two truths, which for me in the past, I thought were conflicting. Again, kind of going back to the freedom thing of like, I want more time. I want more space. I want more freedom. Uh, just because something is taking up my time doesn't mean that I should do it faster or need to figure out how to be more efficient. Like those are just like the achiever parts of me that are like wanting to optimize. And what happens then, and I'm sure you've experienced this in your own life, is you become less present in that because now all you're worried about is the end goal, which is completion. So for me, something that does take a good amount of time, but I'm finding joy in I'm good that there's going to be that challenge of not rushing through it. And the one thing that I've learned with this, if you have, if this time scarcity thing resonates with you is making sure you have the time. (laughs) Um, So for instance, if I had some work deadline or something and I'm working on this video and it's taking me all morning and like I have this, this deadline looming or I know that Jesse wants to go for a walk at lunch and I'm like, oh shit, I don't, I don't want to be working on this over lunch or whatever. That causes way more tension and way more pressure. Un- like, you know, obviously so, right? Because I'm so concerned about getting this thing done. And so uh, I use this example with cooking as well because Jesse struggles with this. I've struggled with this. I know I've talked to other people, clients and friends who struggle with this, which is cooking is, feels like a chore, But cooking can actually be very enjoyable. In most cases, it's because you're not giving yourself the time or space. Now, I understand that people don't always have that time or space. You know, single moms, busy families, like, you know, that happens. But I'm saying if if this is something you want to work on, this is a, a solution. This is something that can really help with that is carving out a time, and again, just with the the cooking thing, like from f- five to six, I'm I'm cooking or that's meal prep time or, you know, whatever. So it's kind of the same thing with video stuff that I'll do going forwards to make sure that I'm not becoming resentful of a process that I'm enjoying. <laughs> and that is making sure I'm I'm blocking out time for it in spaces when I do have that and there aren't other priority one things happening. Um, bah, 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 bah. yeah, I think, cause that'll kind of lead into something else I'm going to talk about, but to, to kind of finish the creative side of things, uh, it just feels good to create something. It feels great to create something out of nothing and, and put that out there in, in the world. Now I believe that you can have this 
sense of satisfaction because that's that is exactly what it is is a sense of satisfaction you can have that without serving it up to other people you know you can paint and keep that around your house i mean you can paint and throw it out if you want but to create something from nothing is a really beautiful process and from my experience at least from my personal experience and what i've observed in other big thinkers and deep feelers this is very, very fundamental to our being. I don't have research or things to back that up. This is simply from observation, but it is very, very apparent. <laughs> um, so if you resonate with this, you know, a lot of the things that I talk about or being a big thinker and deep feeler or know that you're an empath or a highly sensitive person, Ask yourself or consider asking yourself, what what would I like to create? What wants to come out of me? What can I create from nothing that feels really good? Or maybe you don't even know it feels good yet. It feels kind of scary, but you have some curiosity around it. So to that point... I've been kind of curious about creating videos for at least a year now, and I just had so many mental blocks of editing is going to be hard, uh, it's going to be very time-consuming, kind of like all these things that I've talked about and been like, yes, they are all those things, but it also brings me a lot of joy, so those things really don't matter. Uh, Just lean into curiosity. If you don't know what your creative thing is yet, if you don't know what you want to put out into the world... uh, lean into that. But I can say with a pretty high level of confidence that if you are indeed a big thinker and deep feeler, there is something that you could be creating. And again, it doesn't have to be sharing with the world, not yet at least. Um, It doesn't have to be anything big. It doesn't have to be, kind of as I said earlier, a typical creative endeavor. Uh, You know, it can be painting, it can be drawing, it can be taking pictures in your your backyard or when you go for walks. You don't have to have a phone or you don't have to have a camera. You can you do it on your phone. Like, I think we, we get so down the process of like, oh, I'm not creative or, oh, I don't have anything to create that we don't even just sit with things that are kind of interesting to us or that we're kind of curious about. You know, if you've been wondering what it would be like to to learn photography a little bit more, buy a camera. Take a class. Like it doesn't, you don't have to jump five steps ahead. Just follow your energy, follow where you're being pulled, follow your curiosity. Uh, Yeah. I really strongly believe, and this is a big, big part of why I'm shifting in my life right now, getting back to just creating and being in a like a, a normal job <laughs> um, is so that I can focus on creating for the sake of creating and understanding that out of that, I believe the most beautiful thing that I have to offer to the world will, will come from that. Um, and so I wanted to really offer that to you and strongly encourage you to sit with what you could, what that could be for you essentially. 
what that could be. You don't have to come up with an answer, but sit with that because, again, as a big thinker and deep feeler, I believe that we all have something that wants to come out of us. That's just, it's built into who we are. So food for thought there. Um, I may even include a little bit more below here if you're watching the vlog. Um, and even I'll even include it in the description on the podcast as well. So make sure to check below for extra tidbits there. Okay, going forward, we'll kind of wrap up the the recording with that. A couple things I noted here, and, and these all kind of relate to my takeaways. I don't... So, okay, okay, let me start this way. <laughs> I really enjoyed the process. I said that already, but I really enjoyed this. So I want to continue this in some fashion going forward. Now, do I think that daily videos are sustainable for me, especially as I move into a full-time job for the first time in eight years, you know, working for somebody else uh, in two weeks? Like, do we think that's sustainable? No, 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 no. Like, it's it's just, it's not. That said, uh, I liked the everyday thing. I liked the everyday thing. I liked knowing that I had to show up for it, as I said. So I'm getting kind of curious about how I can do that. If you have suggestions, I would love to hear. I would love to hear. This is this is where I, I really want your guys' feedback. <laughs> um, let me know. Is there a way that feels good to you to digest something from me on a day-to-day basis? My current thoughts are I will post a daily video on... TikTok. I will, you know, post daily on Instagram, whether that's a reel or a post. Uh, But I like video and I like the daily thing. I really, I don't know, I feel like I kind of want to do the daily TikTok thing. And that way it would cap me to, you know, like just a couple minutes, which is hard for me because as you know, if you hang around, I'm long-winded. But I think that would be really great. And the idea there is that I'm still sharing my process. I'm still sharing where I'm at every day. I'm being open. I'm being vulnerable. Hopefully, it's helping you to not feel so alone in your process. Hopefully, there are things that I share that are takeaways for you that you're, oh, maybe I could try that. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't think about that. Maybe then you have feedback for me. Like, it just, it feels so mutually beneficial that... I really, I really want to figure that out somehow. So yes, please, please, please let me know if you have thoughts, comments on how you could see me doing that and or how that would feel beneficial to you. Uh, with that though, I don't want to, I don't want the process to be something that I end up, as I had said earlier, like resent uh, or that feels like it's now a pain. And now a lot of that is a mindset thing. So I'm very aware of that, but that's just something I'm, I'm acknowledging going into it. I don't want it to become something that come that feels very heavy, becomes heavy. Uh, and, and then I also don't want to rush the process. Like I was saying, because I do enjoy it. I think one of the worst things that I could do, and this is also why I talk about don't, worry about manit oh my gosh I can't talk I'm trying to speak too quickly 
don't worry about monetizing your passion right away is because as soon as you're you're doing this you're tainting the art you're tainting your creative connection to this thing so i don't want to rush the process i want to create regularly but i also want to be very careful that i'm not rushing so yeah i don't necessarily have an answer to that yet i have ideas but something i'm very very aware of I also want to be able to create high quality videos. Like I had said, I I didn't hold myself to any quality standard and that was the right move for this 30-day commitment and challenge, if you want to call it that. But I do want to hold myself to creating good shit. I you know, I think I'm I'm not out of the sandbox phase completely because I'm still very very new at this, you know, obviously a very green novice uh, video creator. But I, I do want to create good videos, and I want to make sure that I uh, am, am intentional about that. But I also want to be very careful to not be too hard on myself. I don't want to have a perfectionist mindset about this. And because while, yes, I've come a long, long way in my life to to, to release the perfectionism, shout out to all my recovering perfectionists out there, uh, It's still something that I just, I know about myself that if I start to hold myself to too high of a standard or too regularly or don't give myself space to be human, then that could end up again pulling my relationship to creating this thing down, down, down. And then finally, while... Growth is definitely not the end-all be-all for me. This is not why I'm doing this. This is, again, part of why I've released business and income aspects of this this side of this part of me and my life is because I don't want to connect this thing that I'm, I'm really trying to pull out of my heart and my soul and share that with the world. I don't want that to be connected to numbers necessarily. I do have... And understanding that down the road, that will be meaningful for me. And I do want to grow my platform. Not from, like I said, yes, there's there's monetary and there's freedom components to it down the road. Not worried about that right now. But I also, you know, I said the word platform and that's what I want this to be for me. Uh, not from the sense of like, I need to be up on a platform speaking to people, but more from like, I'm doing this because I want to connect with people. I want to connect with you. I want to know more about you. I want to hear more about you. I want your feedback on my journey. Like, I want to feel like we are in this thing together. And therefore, growth is something that would lead to more goodness, right? Like, if I can bring more awesome people like you into my sphere then I want that. I do want that. But I don't want to get focused on growth for growth's sake. I don't want to be looking at numbers at all, really. (laughs) Um, And of course, I'll pay attention to them. But I don't want it to be everything. But I do want to be intentional about growing. And so while that was definitely not part of this 30-day thing or, you know, 31-day vloguary situation... I do want to be intentional about that going forward. So I do want to learn a little bit more about how to do that with YouTube videos. I do want to be more intentional about uh, using 
this across platforms. Uh, you know, I'm spending a lot of time creating this content. And so using it in more than just these videos, sharing on the, the podcast a little bit more or clipping and sharing on Instagram or on TikTok or whatever. I just want to be more intentional about those things. It doesn't need to become super rigid for me, but I do want to be thinking about those things and make more of a push than I did because I didn't do that at all in this 31-day challenge. Uh, So yeah, that's kind of where I ended things in terms of what I learned. I am... I'm just excited. (laughs) I'm excited and I'm curious to see where this journey takes me. I know that I've hit on something here because of what it feels like for me and because of the relationships that I'm starting to develop. You know, people that have watched the vlogs uh, just know that I see and appreciate every one of you that has commented on these. It hasn't been a lot, not pretending that. Um, But the beautiful thing is like, because I haven't been overwhelmed with that, I I do truly appreciate each and every one of your comments. And yeah, I mean, it's just, it's great. It's like, I, I want friends. I want more awesome people in my life. And I really believe that this is going to make that happen. I really think that this is just going to pull other people in and uh yeah i'm i'm really really excited for that and then just kind of personally i'm excited to see how i grow in this area and how i really lean into what feels like such an awesome creative outlet to me it, feel, it just feels so true i feel so alive and authentic doing this and i just haven't felt this way on social media posting on Instagram over, you know, the the past handful of years when I've been in those spaces. So yeah, so I'm just like super excited about that. And like I said, very grateful to you that you are here because this is a, a very special time for me in my life and you are part of the reason that it is so. So yeah, with that, um, yeah, I'll I don't know. There's there's always a chance that I'll do a follow-up or something on this if I think of anything else, because I'm sure I will after the fact. But right here, right now, today, those are my takeaways and what I've learned from posting a video every day for the month of January. 31 days. Feel really good about it. Excited that I stuck to it. Excited that I committed to it. And excited to continue to get a little bit curious about how things are going to move forward for me. And as I said, would love your input on what you would love to see from me, what you enjoyed about this process if you've been hanging out. Uh, And yeah, to those of you on the pod, just know that I probably will be shifting a little bit back towards the pod a little bit more, uh, being more intentional about that as well since this focus was so heavy on the vlog in January. So you can probably expect a little bit more frequent, potentially even weekly pods. Uh, So keep an eye out for that going forward. And yeah, thanks for hanging out. I love y'all so much, so, so much. So for now, this is me, Benjamin, signing out. Much love.